0: So today's question is very important to all of us to know that what comes and what we attain in the fifth stage of meditation. In stage five of Vihangam Yoga, a practitioner gets the inner divine eye where he sees The all-pervading consciousness, the supreme Brahma. The yogi perceives a brilliant yet soothing light and sound which submerges the soul in bliss. A perfect knowledge of everything comes to him who has fixed his consciousness at this fifth and the highest level. We all know that. Knowledge and power of action uh, uh, belongs to the soul alone and not to its inert associations. Its conscious power is very much reduced when it flows through the physical sheath. When this conscious flow is totally separated from the inert physical impediments, its capacity to know or act, becomes infinitely large and this is what is experienced as superhuman powers in varying degrees in yogis at different levels of the play of consciousness. This journey of consciousness from the gross physical level up to the Pur or the Supreme Being has been explicitly mentioned in the Vedas. So what Atharva Ved says is, from the earth I ascend to the horizon, from the horizon to the lightest space, from the lightest space through the subtle hole to the conscious space and from there to the Supreme Light. Sadhguru Sadafal Devji Maharaj also has said in Swarved that the lotus has bloomed forth, the inner sky is thundering and roaring raining nectar all around. The conscious peacock is dancing in the secret zone of its play. So let's hear the couplet from Swarved, what Sadhguru Sadafal Devji Maharaj has spoken. So what this couplet means is when both the mind and pranas get pacified, the soul becomes pure and moves forward towards the abode of supreme bliss right, like containing the surati. So the surati or the conscious ray of the soul becomes more refined and subtle and transforms into nerati that finally gets attached to the door of the shabd mandal or the supreme being. Now that we know about the five levels of Vihangam Yoga, which we have started, you know, few months uh, ago. We also should know that just like every student moves through each grade before he or she finally graduates, every Vihangam Yoga practitioner has to traverse through these five levels before he or she attains moksha or salvation. The divine Sadhguru, through his Sadhguru energy, initiates each of us practitioners at our respective levels when we take this mortal form and when His Holiness deems it is time. After that, it is up to each of us practitioners to surrender ourselves At Sadhguru's lotus feet and through seva, sadhana and satsang, move through these levels and attain union with the Almighty. The Divine Sadhguru as He proclaims in His Udghosh will guide us through this journey and help us reach Amar Lok or Salvation where we surrender ourselves completely at his lotus feet and commit ourselves to the principles of Vihangam Yoga. So over to you, Amitji.
1: Thank you, Rekha Ji. Um, Niranjan Ji, if you are on the call, you want to add um, anything, please uh, feel free. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. So, so we will uh, move ahead with the second question that we have. Um, so, Rekha Ji, uh, there is a mention of uh, Makar um, in in few of the survey Duhas. So, we want to understand more. What is the Makar Is there a connection exists between the God and the individual? Uh, can you please uh, explain that? Yes, very correct, uh, Amit and very beautiful question. That what is Makar
0: so Sadhguru Sadapal Dev Ji Maharaj has very beautifully mentioned in uh, Swarbet in the very first mandal 7th Adhyay, Doha number 22 and it mentions Makar Tar hai adhar mein param purush nir dhar sakal srishti dharan kare aap aap Adhar. So Makar tar is a brilliantly illumined special thread that connects the soul to the Supreme Being. So with the opening of Darshan Dwar, the Sushmana nerve starts having the flow of consciousness beyond and unites with the Makar And beyond that, the subtle mind dissolves all its actions in the secret ninth chakra and results into the awakening of the pure conscious form of soul to
1: continue the journey of God-realization. Yes, Amit uh, Thank you, Rekha Ji. Uh, so at this point, I'd I'll, I'll like to open the um, session for any questions on the fifth level and what we have heard so far. Um, please come forward with any questions that you may have. Uh, hello, Namaste Ji. This is Timaya. Uh, uh, Makarathar, what is the concept, I am not very, uh, uh, I haven't read the survey, I just wanted to get a little more depth on the Makar-thar. Um Sure, uh, th- thanks for that question. Uh, Niranjanji, are, are you on the call, uh, you want to take this question? Yes, sure, thank you so much, uh, very good
2: question. <laughs> What is pra This is the basic concept that we need to understand. We know our level 1, level 2, and level 3 meditation. What happens? In level 2, we purify our mind, right? And in level 3, what happens? The susmana it opens up. And the conscious energy starts flowing is within it and once it starts flowing within it then you hear the sound like somebody is pouring water it means that your Susmana is also pure and it can see the conscious light the soul what we have if someone asks that what is the place of his soul, it's in the Susmanali. It's within the Susmanali. Then what happens? When the conscious energy flows inside, the conscious energy of the soul which is within the Susmanali catches that conscious energy. The conscious light. It catches that. And with the help of that light, the conscious energy of your soul, it starts journey, the further journey, the actual journey of the soul. So we can say it's a conscious light which comes from
3: the sub the ni
2: So Swami says in Swarov Veda, Makar Tar Susuman Lagai, Ulate Gagana Diva Mandala Jholan Pare, Dharaka Sandhiyadhar. Makar Tar Susuman Lagai, means this Makar Tar is not any physical entity. It's not the physical thread, but it has been compared just like a wave like uh <clears throat> so it just the energy but it's 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 that thing which only the conscious energy of the soul can catch it and that's why it's it's said like a thread and it is known as makar with the help of that it reaches to the Supreme Soul by getting converted. First, the conscious energy of the soul we know is called Surati. But Surati itself cannot reach the world. So after travelling some part, it's called ekadaswar, which is also known as Ekadastvariti, a window which is more small compared to the others. So the Surati cannot enter into that. And there the sur- Surati converts into more smaller form, which is called Nirati. But they are on the same path, catching the same mapart. And once they convert once it converts into the Nirapi, then it goes inside that door, the secret door which is called a kadhaskriki or a So that's how we will, we understand like this is a conscious thing lie which is coming from the nihabchat. And which tells soul to get liberated. it. Which tells soul to show the path how you have to travel. it. What is the direction to go you? But if there is no sadhguru then it's again a difficulty. Even though you have catched that Makarkar but you won't be able to reach. It's just like when you see <clears throat> on the wave, the insects keep rolling and keep you know keep swingling always with the strong wind when the strong wind comes, it keeps swinging, but it does not lose that you know trap and it keeps goes up and it this is to its goal. So with the help of Sadhguru, it's the same thing happens like right? we do not lose that path. But when there is no Sadhguru, it's always a chance to lose that path we may not be able to reach that. Even though we know that this is a Makattar and we have to reach with catching them, but your catch will be lose because there is no Sadhguru's power. So that's why Sadhguru is also important, and this is how we understand this is our Makattar. Hope this players.
1: thank you niranjanji thank you very much for uh, giving a beautiful explanation thank you
4: yes this is maya here
1: yes ji, please go ahead
4: Ji, uh, i know uh beautifully covered by rikaji and niranjanji and the same thing i'm repeating just to cho- probably make more clear. So makar means is Niranjindi mentioned um, insect. What is that insect? Makar is makari in Hindi. Makari meaning spider. Now, let's say like this example I'm just putting out there is specific uh, so that we could relate something physically we could see we could connect, we could feel how consciously we should proceed our journey. So the spider, how it builds the web on the tree, or some base, right? There is a base. And uh, maybe the center of that web, there is a bug. Now, in order to catch the bug, maybe that's at the moment, we could Think it, it aim to reach to the bug, right? Now, the spider keeps rolling on all through the web and how complicated the web is, we all know. Maybe like 25 or circles and how delicate that web is. Any wind, any storm comes, it may flow away. But again, to, you know, uh, to save that, the the save its life the side of life how the wave is made after all from his body only saliva or whatever he needs to understand the charm is coming through right and I need to still have my base strong it keeps building it again and again so that it doesn't fall also at the same time it needs to hold the web. Hold that web. Similarly, uh, what I remember from this study from the survey didn't understand is this makartar is very, very, very thin we cannot imagine in our mind. And when a practitioner goes up into the journey, lot of his trumps on the way come through and we still need to remember our base, the knowledge who gives this, who gives that our Sadhguru. So That this Santu are the Dori are the same thing, the Vib fibers that wire. We should not leave that. We have to have that strong belief that this is what going to lead me to my destination. Now, as long as I'm holding, same thing, spider is holding that, his charm cannot harm him. He will still be able to let the charm go away and maybe some swinging and he comes back to normal and would be again, when everything is calm, he regains energy and continues walking through the web and reaches to the center where the bug is. Similarly, a lot of the storms, a practitioner could, you know, face on the way. We should never forget our base. We should always keep a faith and hold strong the base and keep moving our journey and that's where the ahead is the guru Daya, that we reach to the destination. And this is what Magartha, our destination is Param Purush where we all are connected without realizing, and that only happens through meditation. So we just wanted to add there. Dhanayavadu. Yes, good Thank you, Maya
1: Ji. I think your explanation really helped us understand with the example of spider, how the Makartha really works. So thank you for that. Any, any
0: thoughts?
1: Yes, please. Yeah, Monika Ji, please go
0: ahead. Yes. and good, good everyone. Uh- Oh, Maya Ji, how um, nicely um, described the story of the spider, and uh, so beautifully explained. Um, just uh, a thought came uh, while I was listening that, okay, so Makarar is something that we, as we progress, we keep on building um, up our base. Uh, and uh, that helps us to um, reach to our Dasham Dwar when it opens up and then we uh, progress. My question is, uh, like, when, if if Makartar is how we understand, uh, then how is Surati different from this Makartar? Surati is also the light of our consciousness. And Makkatar, how are the two related? If Niranjanji can take this question, thank you.
2: Yes, sir. Thank you so much, Monika Ji, for asking this beautiful question. The conscious energy of the soul is called Surati. And the conscious the light or energy of the Supreme Soul, which helps us, which guides us, the path is called Makattar. So the Makattar begins with your Susman Nari, only and only when the Sandvara opens up. The light comes in, but before that there was no light. But the Surati, the conscious energy was always within you, which is a soul, right?
0: So this is the difference. Okay. So the, the Makkatar is the energy of the Supreme Being, the Supreme Soul, and uh, surti is uh, the conscious light, is the light of our consciousness.
3: Correct.
0: Uh, right. So now going back to the explanation provided by Mayaji, when in the example, the spider is making that web, Right, and we are relating BEP to Makaltar. uh How are we? Um, how how are we building that when it's not even open, even it's not even uh, there yet, right? It only opens up when the Dwasham Dwar opens up. So basically, so is this example uh, only uh, suited after that happens, like after the Dwasham Dwar opens?
1: Correct, right, because.
2: The concept of Makartar was never able to the third stage of meditation. We never explained to you. Right? We said like Makartar, only soul can see when the Dasam Dwar opens up and the conscious light comes in. And then it comes in and it till goes till the Sutmannari where the soul, the conscious energy of the soul which is Surati exists. And then the Surti catches that conscious light. So that's how it happens. Before that, there's, there's no makatta. It's not possible at all. You can't see.
0: Right. So basically, as all of these concepts, if we look at it, they are at a very, very granular level. It seems to me that we basically have to become like an ant, like a very, very small ant, like, you know, and um, when all these things happen, we 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 are not we we are not having any body consciousness or mind consciousness or you know even breath at that point because we are only talking in terms of Surati, uh and mukharta. That's
2: right. Thank you. Yep.
0: Thank you, Madhuri. Thank yes, you, um, Mirenji, um, no, I'm Sanjana. Just yes, a good day to all. Since all of uh, people were speaking, I had a uh, a very simple question, and uh, that is first is, uh, where is this system now located? And what is the difference between therapy and, uh, negativity? Like, you said that when you go to therapy, then only you can enter the 11th door. So it means that therapy must be having some different sort of, uh, size or power or something related, which must be allowing it to enter the 11th door. So can you elaborate on that?
2: Yes, your your kind of Good question, now, Sanjana G. So, if somebody asks where the soul, the question is, it's, in, it's within the heart. That's how we know. But where is exactly in the heart? Then, The answer is asusmanari. Asusmanari starts from your heart. And goes till Abnabrandh. So, it means the soul itself resides within the Susmanari. And Susmannari is in the near the area of your heart. That's the number one. Now, when we say Surati and Nirati, both are a conscious energy of our soul. The surati is the actual conscious energy of the soul, which converts later when it catches the conscious light, which is called makarta, and it starts journey. And when it is near to the dwar, which is a spirit also known as, when it tries to go further, it cannot in the form of surati, which we call in. Mean, for the, for the short term, it's, it's still subtle. So it has to be more minor. More small form. Which is called a nirati. So we can say the more smaller granular form of the surati is called nirati. And then only it can enter into the kadaskriti or a kadaskvar. So there is no two form, but it just, there's, I mean, It's not two things. It's the same thing, but it converts, it changes its forms from subtle to more granular, more smaller forms, so that it enters into the kathasperity. That's how surati and nirati you can understand, and the place of your soul and the surati is in in the sub-pandari. Okay, to video, Sanjana So it is just the conversion
0: of from a bigger form to a smaller form, is there any right. energy level or anything different? Or it's the same?
2: Sorry, I didn't catch you the latter part.
0: Apart from this, uh, changing of the form from a bigger form to a smaller form, is, there, is the consciousness even further increased when you go to the energy form?
2: Yes. It changes to go more... When it becomes more granular, smaller uh, in the form, then only it can enter a further journey. Then only it can do uh, the, the further journey. Right? That's why it changes its forms from spirituality to Thank you. Henry.
0: Yeah,
2: sure. Thank you.
5: Yes, you Your uh I just want to uh, uh, put forward my thoughts on Makartha. So, um, in Vedas, uh, one word um, is used to show the connection between the souls and the Supreme Soul. And that word is Sanyoja Sakhya. So, what does that mean is there is always a connection between Supreme Soul and all the souls that exist. And how that connection happens is through the Makarta. Now, it does not matter the soul is liberated soul or it is in uh, bondage. So if we take example of human being, when the soul is in heart region, through the Sushmana uh, Nadi, even then, the connection between the Supreme Soul and Soul still exists. It exists, Swamiji so give you the example of a, let's say like a um, mala, the garland, in which uh, there is a thread which goes through all the uh, beads, right? So those beads are, you can call, souls, and the thread that is going through all the souls is a makarta. Now this is the connection how, this is how the connection between the soul and the supreme soul exists. Now when we are in, we, I mean, uh, soul is in soul body, in human form, let's say, there is still a connection, there is still a makartar that is connected and that makartar come and it resides or it reaches all the way to the heart region. So it does not matter whether the, your Gasham Dwar is open or not. The connection is still there. It is just that we are in tool form, we are in grass form. So we cannot see it, we, we cannot experience it. Unless and until we get the conscious, uh, what we say, Chetan drishti The conscious uh, eyesight, I can say. So, when, as uh, Niranjanji mentioned, when the Dashams are opened, that's when, in the light of Akshar Brahma, a soul can the existence of that Makarta. And then on that Makarta, just like um, um, Maya Ji said, the soul's consciousness starts moving upward just like the spider moves upward on its own, you know, web thread. So all these things, Swamiji has mentioned in Swaruj, uh, or in Dvithya, second mandal Pratham On page 219, Swamiji says, and just like the, the example i gave a thread and the bead just like that there is always a connection exists between the supreme soul and soul swami ji further says makar hai नाही hai jure so when the when the power in the chakra power of uh, in Nabi region gets joined to the heart region and from there onward, the connection of the Makartar which is in Ruddha it starts moving upwards. Swami also gives this example very well, saying that, So how Maya Ji explained the way the insect, the spider keep moving upward even though there is a wind and it is, uh, uh, you know, the thread is uh, blowing. Same way, even though there are, you know, the problems, uh, the obstacles arises in your yoga, in your meditation practice, the consciousness of the surati, of soul, continue moving upward on this thread. This is the consciousness. And this time soul knows because it moves upward of on that conscious light. So it knows what direction it is going and how it should be moving forward. So this is all I could understand through this Doha on Makarta that I wanted to, you know, share with you guys. Thank you,
1: Yogeshji, for putting more light on this. Yeah, that is true. Thank you, Yogeshji, and thanks for summarizing um, makartar for us that's really helpful so any any follow up question on makartar based on what we heard so far?
6: Hi uh, this is Lal. Uh, I also want to uh, ask uh, or clarify a few things uh, so um, we discussed about uh, makartar, Shushmana, surati Nirati, uh, all that. I just wanted to um, you know try to create analogy uh, to the situation and He's correct uh, if uh, anywhere I go wrong. So I i am assuming that um, the analogy is like uh, um, I'm in a um, deep dark tunnel. Okay, the tunnel is very long, but it's a dark and uh, so it i is. is I'm, I'm, I'm almost at one end and I have reached to the other end. Okay, now. Because the tunnel is closed, so it is dark inside. But there is huge light outside the tunnel. But since the tunnel is closed at the other end, so the light is not entering into the tunnel, and I still see darkness inside. Now, I being here as a surati, Tunnel being the Shushmana and the tunnel door at the other end is the tenth door. So, and the light, outside light being the Almighty God light or the, the Supreme Energy that we are talking. So when we start traveling from one end to the other end of the tunnel, Slowly, slowly, of course, you know, uh, in the dark. Um, slowly, slowly, we we reach to the other end. With the the moment we reach to the other end, then the road, you know, forward is blocked. So we know, okay, now we have reached to the other end, and based on our theoretical knowledge that we are learning here. We realize that now I have reached to the 10th door, but it is closed. So at that point of time, you know, uh, as Sarit says, we uh, get the blessings of Sadhguru dev We invoke Sadhguru dev at that point and request to open the door. So it's almost like, okay, I'm at the second end of the tunnel, and I'm... Invoking the, the the power, the supreme power, to just uh, open the door, open the lid, or you know the door of the tunnel. As soon as the door opens up, the huge amount of light that starts entering into the tunnel, then everything becomes visible inside the tunnel. It will show where, you know, how how does the, the path of the tunnel is. Whether it has uh, mud on the way or it was clean, it was rough, it was you know high or low, you know ground level, and then but my journey is going further. So as soon as the the door opens up, the light starts entering into the body. one, I start you know noticing few things happening inside the tunnel or inside my body where we say that all our chakras uh, are uh, automatically open up. And uh, on the other hand, for the further journey, because now the door is open, there is huge light outside, so I'm no more in the dark. And then, with the help of that light, and the light here, I would say I would compare it as the Makarkar, because that's the light of uh, the sun or the almighty god in, in our knowledge so with the help of that light i would follow that light because if i follow that light i know where i have to go to reach to the source of the light if i don't follow the light and i try to deviate from the path one I would not reach probably to the source of the light. Two, I might get lost and might not be able to come back to the tunnel or to uh, to the light. So, so that's my analogy. And uh, I would request you know um, to just clarify where you know uh, if analogy is correct or not. Uh, if there is anything wrong, we can correct it. Because I think. Uh, this way so probably we would be able to understand it more visually, conceptualized, just, uh, you know, in, in imaginative way. So I would request, uh, yeah, just to verify this, uh, whosoever. Thank you, Lalmaniji. Any, anyone wants to put forward any
3: thoughts?
4: Large money just put the money out there is his name, suggest, <laughs> you know, the money is the gem. Each and every word was gem and I I just don't find anything to add more. Thank you. Yes, okay.
1: Thank you, Mayaji. Yes. Uh, yes. Yes, yes, Monika, please go ahead.
0: I'm sorry uh yes, everything was beautifully explained, and definitely it has uh uh clarified uh it in a very simpler way uh just uh, uh no no questions uh only one thing is um, so you know coming reach for for a seeker or for a practitioner uh in the first stage uh Basically, from stage one to stage three, as I understand, is, uh, is our own, like, lot of efforts. And it seems like once, once we reach at the Dwasham Dwar, as in the case of the tunnel, the other end of the tunnel, uh, with Sadhguru's help, that, that opens up. And then Sadhguru, uh, Sadhguru's grace, um, takes us beyond that. So from from stage one to stage three, the journey seems to be more difficult uh, is what uh, I am able to interpret because it's a dark tunnel and we are not able to see anything. And uh, how, how can we ensure that Sadhguru is there for us even inside the tunnel before we reach the 10th door? Thank you.
1: Thank you, Monika Ji. That's very, very nice question. So, who wants to take this? Okay, Ji, Niranjan Ji.
6: If no one is uh, probably um, able to unmute or if there is any technical difficulties, uh, maybe I'll try my best. Sure. this is a very good question, monika. Um, so <clears throat> if if you try to understand um the technique that we teach, there are a couple of things that uh, you know I believe it's very simple but little difficult to follow it okay um, number one is um, um and and I'll, I'll just go through each and everything i uh, try to explain uh, each point, and probably because all of them has a, a different level of uh, difficulties, um, or you know, uh, following up that uh, that particular piece. So the very first thing is, uh, um, okay, this whole journey, starting from level one all the way to level five, um, would go only with the you know uh, blessings of Sadhguru only. Okay, if you. If we try to do it even without the help of Sadhguru, probably we would be able to follow, we would be able to uh, do the meditation and might be also able to achieve some of the, uh, uh, we call it Siddhi, vibhuti some of the uh, divine power. Okay. Uh, but the, the difficult part is to go ahead in the right direction, okay? So, which means, like, uh, when, uh, again, I'll go back to same uh, analogy to understand it in, in a better way. So, suppose you are at the first end of the tunnel, uh, you started your journey. Now, the tunnel is, is dark, okay? When you start walking in the tunnel, sometimes, sometimes you might because you know, tunnel is not very straight. That okay, you go straight and you hit the other end. Tunnel might have some turns and twists and turns, right? So when you start walking down the tunnel because it is dark, you might encounter the wall of the tunnel, and you are still in the very beginning stage. But because you 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 know, touch the wall on the side. You might feel, oh looks like this is the end of the tunnel. I reach at the end, and now I should start trying to open the wall. You were you thinking you are trying to open the door actually, but you are actually hitting the wall and you are trying to open the wall or you know, break the wall. Now, we all of us know you know if you try to break the wall from the tunnel, it is, first of all, very difficult, almost impossible to do, as compared to opening the door. So, in, in a very similar fashion, when we try our journey without the blessings of Sadhguru, one, we might get, uh, you know, illusioned with uh, certain achievements. Uh, during the journey, we might get uh, distracted from the actual path. So of course we start always keeping Sadhguru in the center. Okay, that everything happens while keeping the Sadhguru in the center, and uh, so so that's where when we uh, give the instruction, when the uh, uh, instructor provide all these instructions to the new practitioner, they tell a couple of things. So one, you should always keep. Sadhguru's photo in front when you are meditating. That's number one. Number two, before starting the meditation, you should always remember the image of Sadhguru at the point of focus, at the focal point, right? So that's second point. Third thing is that during the, uh, not during the course of meditation, but during our day-to-day life, we also always encourage people to one attain the satsang like this satsang what we are attending and third one is to do more and more seva. So the thing what happens that first when you attain the satsang, we get more of theoretical knowledge like in this session we, we, we are getting cleared about these things. So we get the theoretical knowledge. So when we hit that scenario know okay where exactly we are it could be a wall or it could be the other end of the tunnel that we will know theoretically now when we engage ourselves in the seva then what happens that through the seva we are if you engage yourself in seva and you keep Sadhguru in the center whatever you are doing you are always thinking that okay I'm doing the seva, that means I'm doing the service of a Sadhguru. It is not my task. There is no place of me taking the credit of what I'm doing. All I'm doing is only for Sadhguru. So that the Sadhguru stays with me or I stay with Sadhguru. We stay with connected with the Sadhguru. So if you start doing the seva, you know, um, day in day in, day out, what happens that every task that you are doing, you are always you know, remembering the Guru that okay, this like recently, you know, you you accepted uh, offered some seva, right? So that means that whenever you are doing those seva, you will always have in your mind that okay, this is not something for me to. Achieve uh, like, you no, know, earn some money or something. It is more for okay, stay connected with Sadhguru and also get purified. So in a way, you can say that you are cleaning the tunnel. If there are muds in the tunnel, there are so many things on the tunnel. With the with the seva that you are doing, you are asking Sadhguru to clean the my path. Okay, so so my journey becomes smooth so when you engage yourself in seva well, lot of things happened um, and uh, you know a lot of cleansing i would say internal cleansing happens in you all of us carry so many things with us whether we accept it or not accept it but all of us have it like you know any kind of you know anger ego lust uh, greediness all these things we carry in in maybe could be in shuttler form, but all of us carry. Even I carry. So what we do through all these service, when, when you step out to do any of the seva, what happens? That Sadhguru also acts there. He kind of, he would create a scenario where you would be examined, you would be tested how you react to that situation. If you are egoistic, you would not be able to proceed further. If you bore down yourself that I'm nowhere, then you will see the path will automatically open up, and you, you move forward. So there is a very good example that uh, in in uh, says that Guru Kumhar uh, uh Guru Kumhar like like uh, okay uh, sorry uh, so so it it the example says that we are like a, a soil, um, you know, and uh, th- there is a, a pot maker who is making pot out of the soil. But w- during, during the making the, the, the pot, a beautiful pot, what does pot maker do? Pot maker keeps, you know, tamping outside, keep hitting outside, but with the other hand from inside, it will always give the support. So outside it is hitting, but inside it is giving the support. And when this process happens again and again and again and again, then slowly, slowly, that soil takes the form of a beautiful pot. So that is what uh, you know. We are also going to. We are like a soil where uh, the soil where the situation which comes in front of us is like hitting, but when it hits. If you really have a, you know, belief on Sadhguru and Sadhguru energy, then you would start thinking, okay, you know, whatever situation has come, my Guru has told me that don't worry, just keep moving slowly, slowly. Don't need to, you know, get afraid and all that. If somebody is kind of, say, you're talking to some stranger about the Vihangam Yoga and person say, say, hey, you know, get out of here, you know, I, I don't want to listen anything. So basically that person is hitting on your ego. Because somebody if says some bad word, then definitely we also, you know, get hurt. And then if you remember Sadhguru's uh, voice, then you will feel that, okay, doesn't matter, my guru has said, okay, try with anybody three times, If that person doesn't listen, move on, go to the next person. So that way, you know, you are actually cleansing yourself and you are also getting you know closeness with the Sadhguru. So that's where I I believe that in in, throughout this journey, you know, all these matters, Seva, Sadhana, Satsang and along with that all these the, the while doing the practice the thing that like keeping the Sadhguru's photo. Um, remembering the Sadhguru at the uh, focal point. So all this makes you, you know closer to Sadhguru. So when you reach at the end of the tunnel, the other end, you are already connected. All you need to do is just knock the door and Sadhguru will open the door. Otherwise, what happens? If you're, if you're not connected with Sadhguru, you reach to the other end, you might forget, what you know, how does my guru look like? Who is that guru? And how can I... In walking, all that can happen, and then you start you know, spending long time there. So that that uh, you know, I'm sorry. Um,
0: I'm, uh, long, uh, very long. Lal, I have a question yes. because the first point in the in the Vijnanam Yoga is looking at the focal point at the tip of the mouth. And the first thing everybody says is, do not think anything. You know, keep no, don't think of anything. But why are you suggesting? Not only you, many people I've seen Think of Guruji at the tip of the nose. Why? Why? If I just start my prayer with Guruji, that's enough, right? Why do I have to imagine the, bring the, you know, his picture? That means I'm bringing a new thought, right? That then the purpose of thoughtless is gone. You are asking us to bring one thought.
6: Okay.
0: Zero thought, right? We should be in zero thought level. Uh, so that's one thing I want to answer for that one. And the second thing, whatever you have said, um, all these things, we are, build, we are building a trust, uh, with Sadhguru. Those are the things that you, but her question was how Sadhguru is helping us. It's a completely different. So mm-hmm. that's the second thing. Third one, the bottom one you said, that makes sense to me because, you know, uh, we are thinking that uh, nobody is supporting, but, um, um uh, but in, in the ideal world, somebody is giving us uh, support from inside, that should be the Guru, you know. So, I, I, I agree with that part, but the first two, um, can you explain me? Uh, because that's not, it's contradicting to the, what the Vyelangam Yoga says.
6: Okay. So, if Amit, you allow, um, can I answer?
1: Sure, sure mm-hmm. please go ahead.
6: Okay. Yeah, thank you. So, Sipri this is a very wonderful question. And, uh, you know, good uh, that you asked because I, you know, I started hearing, um, some of the, uh, myth also, um, because uh, I think, uh, somehow we are not able to, you know, convey this message in the right way. Uh, and uh, I'm also in one of them. Um, so when we say that remember Sadhguru, that seems, that only means that before you start the meditation, then, once you remember the Sadhguru at the focal point, then you don't have to remember anything. Not even a guru, not God, not any mantra, nothing. So the purpose of remembering remembering the Sadhguru at that point is that many a time when you start uh, uh, like chanting guru mantra, what happens most of the time when you when you become adequate in habitual to do it, you would notice that when you are chanting the mantra, you are just chanting for the sex. You are not remembering Guru or anybody. You might be looking at the photo, but your consciousness is not going to attach to the Sadhguru. You are just chanting Om, and But your mind might be thinking something else at that time. So that's why, that's number one. That you know, If you are able to totally focused while chanting the guru mantra, then I understand, yes, it might be, you are okay with that. But most of the time when you become regular, chanting just becomes a habit and we, we don't pay attention that much. In, because looking at the Sadhguru photo and bringing your consciousness to that point are two different things. And that we, we all, I think, uh, uh, realize it. When you are meditating also, for the first level meditator, when you are looking at the focal point, uh, you you will see the difference between looking at the focal point versus bringing your consciousness to the focal point. There are two different things. If at this point you are not able to differentiate, I would say wait, and once you reach to uh, that level, You'll be able to differentiate between the two. That just looking at the point versus bringing consciousness are two different things. So when we um, when we uh, say that okay, uh, Guru mantra and after that you remember Sadhguru at the focal point, we we basically we are enforcing ourselves to get again connected with. Sadhguru and surrendering ourselves to the feet of
0: Sadhguru. Yes, Maniji, but we are bringing our consciousness to the focal point, not Sadhguru's photo. Correct. Right, uh,
6: Correct. Our consciousness. Correct. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but every time when 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 I hear it, it, it goes like that. Think of Sadguru, you know, pictureize Sadguru, picture in the tip of the nose. So that's very elementary, right? Uh, we, once we come to the meditation pose, I mean point when we start meditating, it is our consciousness that we are building with the help of guru, not Correct. thinking of picture or anything, but because that means we are diverting our mind, right? To some focus.
6: Yeah, so that's why uh, mm-hmm. uh, remembering the guru at the focal point is only at the beginning. I said that you no, know, before see, after you chant the guru mantra. Then you basically remember Sadhguru at the focal point and what we pray at that point, Sadhguru, please help me bring my, stable my consciousness at this point, okay? So with that, then we stop that and then we start our practice from that uh, next moment onwards. And then we don't remember Sadhguru, we don't uh, chant any mantra or anything during the entire period of meditation, Okay. Uh, can, can I go to the next question, or uh, do you want yes. to? Yes. Okay. Yeah,
0: second question is
6: fine. Okay. Then second question, your was uh, your that how does Sadhguru help us, right? So Sadhguru actually, uh, you know, and it has been, you know, many instances where uh, uh, Sadhguru has revealed this. Um, I'm uh, also one of, uh, you know, I would say uh, first hand practitioner, uh, you know, um, experience, experience this thing, um, in, in certain case. Uh, but on a high level, first, uh, you know, when Sadhguru, uh, uh, somebody asked Sadhguru once that, uh, you know, you have millions of followers. How do you keep track of, uh, each, you know, followers? How is it possible? That's one instance. Second instance was that uh, this is a very long time back when Sadhguru wa- was uh, at a very young age. He just became Sadhguru. Um, almost I think uh, he was between um, 22 and 30th age. I'm not sure what exactly was the age. But that time what happened that um, one of the uh, magazine publisher or newspaper uh, article publisher, that person approached um, Sadhguru, and uh, he said that, uh, you know, these days, and this is very old days, right? That time, um, I would say 30, 40 years back. So that time, uh, you know, this Vihangam Yoga was not that popular. It was not uh, um, that rich, I would say, in terms of resources, in terms of facility, and all that. So one of the, uh, that editor, newspaper editor, we uh, reached to Sadhgurudev and said that, uh, you know, um, why don't you, uh, you know, um, uh, give some, you know, uh, some, he, he just asked for a certain kind of, I think, uh, information or article or something and said, you know, if you give me to publish that, I would, you know, um, just uh, print it in the newspaper, and it will go to uh, you know thousands and millions of uh, hands, and then people will quickly come to you. And um, uh, so, 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 so the, in the first instance, uh, I, sorry, I, I skipped that. So in the first instance, when uh, somebody asked how do you keep track of millions of followers, Sadhguru has said that there is not a Single moment, not a single moment. I'm not talking about the minute or hour, but not a single moment when Sadguru is not with the follower. Sadguru is always with every moment with the follower. And you know, um, I, I would, I would, in fact, uh, you know, bet on this that anybody who wants to experience the existence of Sadguru. Without even talking to Sadhguru, without talking to anybody, and have a very strong wish, you can practically, you know, uh, experiment this and try this whether you really receive that Sadhguru ne- energy or not. That's one. Second, uh, for the second instance, you know, when the uh, editor reaches to Sadhguru, uh, at that time also he said that uh, don't think that. People are holding me and, uh, you know, that's why they are connected with the Sadhguru. I'm holding everybody. If I leave anybody, that person would go away miles away from Vihangam Yoga very quickly. So, so that's, so that basically these two instances shows that we are not actually, you know, uh, connecting ourselves with the Vihangam Yoga. It's actually the other way. Sadhguru is holding us. If Sadhguru leaves us, we will just get engrossed in Maya and you know forget all these things. It will it will, will not even remember. Okay, what is uh, meditation? What is Hatha Yoga? So so these two instances. There is one real um, instance which I will tell you. One of the case, and with that I'll end this. I know uh, people have some uh, more to say, but. Uh, I was living in uh, um, California uh, a couple of years back. Uh, I think, you know, probably six years back. And at that time, uh, there was Sadhguru's arrival uh, in California. Um, I was really blessed that, uh, you know, uh, the day had come. And uh, he came to um, California for a certain program. And during that time, I remember there was, there was a disciple, okay, who used to be a great disciple, I would say, or at least a followers of Vihangam Yoga. And for certain reason, you know, um, that person stopped following Vihangam Yoga, okay. And that incident was even, I would say, uh, five, six years prior to uh, when Sadhguru arrived in California. And after that, that person completely lost the touch. You know, uh, he was not talking to any of us also. In the beginning, he was one of the core members, but then, for whatever reason, he completely cut off everything from Vihangam Yoga. He was not talking to anybody related to Vihangam Yoga, and completely cut off okay but then when Sadhguru arrived um, in california i still remember the day he was in in uh, in the van and uh, i was driving and he was you know, sitting in the back um, so he asked me that uh, where is that person now remember you no know, That person did not have any contact in last six, seven years. But when Sadhguru Dev came, he asked, where is that person? And he kept asking two, three times. Mataji was sitting next to him and uh, she told, why are you asking about that person if that person does not want to get himself associated with Vihangam Yoga? Why don't you leave him? Let him be where he wants to be. Why are you asking about that person? On that, Sadhguru says that, how can I leave him? Okay, he just said, how can I leave him? This shows that once we get initiated, it is not we, rather Sadhguru takes charge of our life, of this soul to make sure that the soul, you know, is on the path. Even if you try to run away, but maybe after 10 years, 20 years, or maybe some other birth, Sadhguru will pull you back. Sadhguru would never leave your hand until you get liberated. And uh, many scriptures in Vihangam Yoga, you know, uh, comment on this. That uh, once Sadhguru holds your hand, he would never, ever leave you until the liberation. So with that, I would conclude here. I'm sorry, I'm taking so long time. Um, Back to you, Deisha. Thank you.
0: Just uh, one very important thing. Last 20, 30 minutes, whatever you have said, Lalji, that is what I wanted to hear. Because... Back to the example where we were, you know, talking about being in the tunnel and in the dark, we sometimes forget, although the things that you mentioned, I'm practicing everything, keeping Sadhguru's photo in front, having a dedicated spot, remembering Sadhguru at the tip of the nose and everything that you have said. But, you know, still, we, we just feel, you know, maybe Sadhguru is not there because it's a, such a long journey. But whatever you have uh, said in the last 20 to 30 minutes, I think that's what uh, I really wanted to hear. So thank you so much.
4: Yes, Sadhguru there. This is Maya here.
1: Uh, yes, please, please go ahead.
4: Let me see. I'll try to put my thoughts in a few minutes. I know the time is clicking. Sure.
1: Yeah, no, please go ahead. Yeah, that's fine.
4: Yeah. Uh, two examples were popping in my head for the question one, um, why should we be looking at, the, you know, the focal point and thinking about Sadhguru. Uh, now this knowledge is Sadhguru's knowledge An ego within us is a very fine. We don't even realize how it works. Now if we believe, you know, how many births we would have collected impurities including this life also. How many negative thoughts would have accumulated over the time? How our ego would have acted? How our, you know, jealousy or whatever those uh, anger would have collected and changed our the nature, the true nature, who we are, right? Now, let's say I have a mirror with full love dust. Can I see my face? No. What do I have to do? I have to remove the dust of course. Once dust is removed, I'm able to see clean who am I, right? Similar way, remembering Sadhguru at the point, no matter what, how we are, we all are equal for Sadhguru. If I'm 25 years or 40 years in Vihangam Yoga, are you at day one? We all are the same for one, Sadguru. It's unified to all of us. And it goes for everybody. So when we remember, we put our nishtha, we put our devotion, we put our surrenderment right in front of Sadguru. I am here now. Pure or impure, inside or outside, please accept me as your disciple. I begin this journey. You follow the whatever is told. Vihangam yoga is to get out the water from the well. Can he feel the water? No, I don't think so. The water till he brings to the guru, it will always get drained out, right? What he needs to do he needs to put his mind at the moment. How can I feel? I need to feel each hole, put the blockage on where the leakage is. And then only, even one leakage would reduce the the amount of water. So it's us. It's within us. We need to come to us. We need to accept that. This is a guru with a full of knowledge. I need to leave everything behind. Remember him and be- begin my journey with thoughtless how it's recommended, how it's prescribed? That's the the two thoughts were coming in my mind for the question one. Now the second question, how Sadhguru is with, with us in every moment in our journey, you ask any disciple. If really they put devotion completely, believe within themselves, you have seen so many examples happening around. But it's us. We need to purify ourselves. We need to fine tune towards what the conscious. If ego comes, if jealousy comes, if anger comes, we need to make ourselves our better version of ourselves. How can we do? How can I ignore those and just focus on what my guru says? Those things should be reducing. That's the one thing when it started reducing meditation is working. Meditation doesn't work without Guru's blessing, first of all. Also, as Lal Maniji has put very well, that it's not earth. I have been in Bihangam Yoga. Satsang was missing for me. I had been like past 10 years. I was reading the books. I was doing the meditation, as I learned on the day one. But did the knowledge come to me? No. I don't think so as much it should have benefited. But yes, it did come partially. I could feel many ways. But I had no realization that's the part of my meditation. You know, that's why I'm going to, and that's where very important is sustenance. It brings us right into the path. There are many times we put a lot of confusions of ourselves when we do alone. We could do. This knowledge has come to us. We could do definitely. There are many, many uh, Transmaran, a small story is that we keep listening through our, you know, international satsang as well. How this thing happens and if Guru really puts his kindness to us, Daya to us, he helps us removing those. He definitely is here for us to progress into journey, not diminish into the journey. So definitely he is the one to show the path. He the one guiding through all of us. He is the one we are into this path. We cannot sustain without his placing. That's my final word. Over to you, Amitri. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Mayaji. Thank you for that perspective. That really helped. uh, I I believe that helped all of us um, get some more context around how we can pass through this tunnel. So thank you for that. Um, So looking at the time, um, I think we'll have to conclude this session. So we'll, we'll start with the last phase of the satsang. Uh, in this phase, we will chant the short version of Vandana, RP and Shanti part. Guru Vandana is the way to express gratitude for the Master for receiving help in meditation. I request uh, Master Adarsh to sing the last few lines of Vandana for us. Adarsh? Actually, Adarsh
3: is unavailable. I am surprised. The older brother and I'm going to take place of him singing Vandana, Aarti and Shanghi I'm sure. going to sing the first version of Vandana yeah. Vishwapatamarya kanyale Prabhusatya Santatamaja Tera Paragsha Kijie Jnana Sada Paragsha Kijie Jnana Sada Paragsha Kijie Vidhdhidina Dinakijie Murisagh Gajar Pijie
1: Thank you, Tanar. The next prayer is Aarti. Aarti is a prayer where we acknowledge the power of Almighty and pray that all disciples experience eternal joy, love and freedom from, from worries. I request everyone to stand up for the Aarti. I again request Sanat to sing the last few lines of Aarti.
3: Aarti Guru Morati Gati devak nay na Pataka pata ka guru murat ki or maya shwetmay shwet hai shwet shwetmay shwet tino pada anjit phala Shweta uh, Mahanandeshweta Astra Chakra Sabha Shunya Para Thara Thara Te Kar Taha Sada Pala Kharikya Puri Parasansar Purisanga
1: Please be seated. The final player, player is Shantipat. In Shantipad, we chant for peace for everyone who exists in this universe. May Sadhguru bless the entire cosmos with the peace, love and prosperity. I again request Sanat to recite the last few lines of Shantipad. Shantipad. Prabhu
3: Shanti शांति शांति में शांति 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 जन शांति हो पूर्ण शांति में शांति ये प्रभु शांति प्रदान कर दूर हो सर्व Maya. Shanti, 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 shanti.
1: Thank you, Sanat, for Vandana, Aarti, and Shantipad. I would like to thank all of you for joining today's Bridge Line. Again, special thanks to Niranjan Ji, Rekha Ji, Sanat, uh, Sia, Tamaya Ji, Maya Ji, Sanjana Ji, Monica Ji, Yogeshji, Lalmaniji, ji for making this satsang uh, very interactive. And I'm very happy today because today was a real uh, interactive session, and this is what the platform uh, was meant to provide. Um, and and, and, and uh, hope, I hope that today's satsang basically helped us uh, clarify a lot of things. Um, and as Lalmaniji has mentioned, um, while we are in this tunnel, Please keep doing Seva Satsang and Viriva Sadhana with uh, faith on the Sadhguru that he is helping us while we are in this tunnel. So with that thought, let's end today's session here. See you all next Sunday, same time, on the same bridge line. Have a wonderful day ahead and Jai Sadhguru Dev.